You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Hey, it's Chris. What is this take three at my comeback to be more regular? We are going to talk all about that today. What I love about my coaching journey is that I get to do things and have challenges and struggles and work through them and then share that work with you. And hopefully it helps you. We don't have to go through the exact same things, but You'll often find, I'm sure, when somebody tells a story or an experience that even though it may not be exactly something that you are going through or have gone through, there are so many similarities and it feels really relatable. So today's episode is about wrestling with yourself. One thing that I like to pat myself on the back about is that I actually don't beat myself up over things Well, I do, but not nearly as much or as severely as I used to do. And obviously, I'm not talking physical. I mean with self-deprecation and, you know, telling myself that I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not whatever, whatever you want to put in there that your is not nice commentary about who you are and why you're doing certain things or not doing other things. So that's what I'm talking about when I'm referring to wrestling with with myself or wrestling with yourself. A lot of times we're doing things in life or we want to be doing things in life, but we're not doing them or we're not doing them to the degree of success that we want. I will talk about my challenges with podcasting over the last year because yes, it has been a full year since I have put out podcasts with regularity. A couple times I've tried as well and I'm like, hey, I'm back. And then I wasn't really back or I wasn't back at all. I did one or two episodes. So, and that was not sitting well with me. I was extremely frustrated with myself and I'm not sure if this ever happens to you. I know it does happen to a lot of my clients is that once we stop doing something, it we just build it up and we make it more of a mountain and Perhaps you can relate to this. Sometimes when we're not doing something and we know we, doing the quotes, should be doing it or just truly want to do it, we can start creating it and making it a bigger thing. And it's like an unsurpassable mountain. And a lot of the times it's really not, but we get in this fog and we get in this negative cycle that gives us a little bit of tunnel vision it might give us a bit of brick brain where we have a very fixed mindset and we've made this decision that we're not doing the thing we want to do so that must mean xyz so I was going through that a little bit with my podcast but as I said at the beginning of this one is that I also don't beat myself up about things as much anymore so I was really bothered by it for sure and I did let it go a lot more until I was very bothered by it and was like, okay, what is going on, Chris? Like, why aren't you doing your podcast? You love your podcast. This is something you really want to do. I knew initially I wasn't because I did have um, some major health stuff and those hiccups dragged on a little bit. But after 
I had recovered somewhat or enough, I knew that wasn't the full reason why I wasn't getting back into it. Some of it was my own mental health, the the pandemic and a lot of the the personal things that I had to deal with within the pandemic. Um, it, it definitely took a toll on me and, and my mental health. So I did need to do a lot of work on myself because I believe that I, I to help others, I need to help myself first. In fact, I've been coaching, actual real coaching, a lot more than I used to. I, if you're not familiar with my podcast and myself, I have three young kids and live in Ontario. So in 2020, 2021, and bits of 2022, school was completely locked down. So we had to teach our kids from home. We had to, well, we, they were in online school. Now the kids are in school and I'm coaching a lot more and I love it and I have been doing this for months and I feel so much in my flow. Although one thing I'm not doing as much is showing up on Instagram, which I know is sort of a faux pas in the entrepreneurial world anyways because we're supposed to be consistent, right? But in fact, it's felt really good to not be tied to it. It feels like I have more control and not in a weird like lust for power way, but just that I don't have to get lost in that stream and that river of showing up. When I post, I I want to provide value. And I know, I know that is 100% against what entrepreneurs are told to do. You've got to show up consistently to get clients. But as I've never been one to just go with the grain, I know and I do resist. I resist the things I'm told I should do if they don't really feel initially or immediately in tune with how I operate. So I do understand that this in turn can hinder myself, my business development. And so these are the kinds of things that I just need to work out and evaluate or look at and figure out what is it that doesn't feel comfortable. So how can I take these general guidelines and rules and adapt them so that they work for me. So when I'm feeling this sort of, I don't know, icky resistance, that's one form of wrestling. I might be wrestling myself in terms of my behaviors and my habits. And I do that like many other people. And what that often does is it stalls me and it can stop me or stall me from doing what I want to be doing. For me, after a time, if that stalling becomes too disruptive or too annoying or frustrating and infuriating, I know it's time to be uncomfortable and do the work. I mean, it's not like it's comfortable not doing those things and being mad at myself, right? So all it means is that it's time to just sit down and face myself and go, okay, what the heck is going on? So in my situation with the podcast, one, motivation, hi, awesome. Coaching more, woohoo, kids are back in school, yay, awesome. Third thing that was going on in my business was that I have been working on several, actually, a bunch of awesome products. I'm launching a product line, which I was going to launch in the spring, but it's going to be in the fall now. And that felt really motivating, and I was really into that. Awesome. Podcasting, not podcasting. Why? Well, It's actually a really, really obvious reason that took me a while, maybe embarrassingly, but it doesn't matter, not beating myself up over it to figure out. And what it came down simply to is time. 
I was doing more and different type of coaching work in the same amount of hours that I had been doing the coaching work I used to do. This reminds me of a massive pet peeve I have. I just loathe the saying that everyone has the same amount of hours in a day with the insinuation that if so-and-so can make this much money and be this successful, so can every other single person. That is bull because not everyone has the same access to support and resources as everyone else or have the same obligations and restrictions. As a mother, as a woman, that saying is one of the things that just gets me seen red. But I was doing this typical thing that I do and many other people do where I was trying to squeeze everything in and it seemed like, oh, if you want to be successful, you have to be on Instagram all the time. You have to have regular podcasts. You have to be doing all this coaching and creating products and whatever else you need to do in your business, right? But time is time and these things take time. So what I had to ask myself is what needs to give? My products are a bit of a continuation, so they're not necessarily going away anytime soon. I could just stop doing them, but then I wouldn't be launching my product line, which I really believe in and I want to do. So I had to continue looking at what needs to change. My episodes are usually short, but I thought, what if I made them even shorter? There's so many times where I'm doing something, I'm out on a bike ride, walking with my kids, doing whatever, and I have a really great thought for a podcast, but then I just don't have the time to come back, write it all down, and record it. And when I say I don't have the time, I don't have the time. Like, this is not an excuse. It's I don't have the time based on all the other things I'm doing. And again, what this comes down to is seeing what do I need to do? What can I say no to? What are my values? So I asked myself, am I willing to let go of the podcast altogether? The answer was no. So I had to come up with a solution. So the solution was, don't worry about scheduling them. I would love to make them very regular and I hope they will be, but only time will tell. But the real change is that they're going to be whatever length they're going to be. I was always aiming to try to get them close to the 20 minute mark, which I know is kind of short for a podcast, but I realized that was just this weird rule I had put in my own head. There's no set time or rule about the length of a podcast, about how long it needs to be to add value. So long as I am happy with the content and the value that I'm providing, who cares if it's seven minutes, right? It's just a no-brainer, but I was so stressed about it, and I guess, you know, with everything else going on, that I just couldn't see that clearly. And it's now that I recognize that, it just seems so obvious. So my plan is that my episodes will be shorter, but they might not be. It just depends If I'm in a role, I'm just going to go with it. But in my head, I'm okay if they're 10 minutes or even less, so long as the content feels valuable. I mean, maybe 10 minutes or less will provide more value. I find it challenging to squeeze long podcast episodes in. I listen to them at one and a half times speed. And, you know, the longer they are, the less chance I have of being able to listen to it straight through when I have my kids around, especially. So maybe these 10 minute bursts are exactly what I need to do. My aha about being able to produce podcast episodes that are really short and effective, it's really not this most fantastic, wow, holy kind of thing, right? It's And that's what I love about life coaching. It's often just 
simplicity. I love doing this awareness work and I had to go through that first. I had to figure out what is going on? Why am I not doing it? Do I even want to do it? How can I make it happen? Can something give? What needs to change? These are all the kinds of questions that you can ask yourself when you're feeling stalled or in a rut or that you're not sure how to do something or why you're doing something or not doing something or if you should do it. Solutions are so personal. What works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. Our values may look similar or not, but when similar, they might also be in slightly different orders. And as always, we have different factors and different tugs and and responsibilities and, and such in our lives. So I listen to others, I see what they're doing, and then I also need to look at myself and see what I'm doing and then be really aware of how it feels. Do I feel good about what I'm doing? Do I feel good and clear in my mind, in my body? Am I feeling productive and purposeful? If not, where and why not? I ask myself what feels off, what feels inauthentic, or what's lacking? You can just write this out in point form and sometimes it takes a lot of time and sometimes you'll get there in just five minutes. It just becomes obvious once you just let your hand just start writing. So I look at this like wrestling, but it's me on me. Don't care about anybody else. I do not need to be or do what anybody else is doing and neither do you. We often do that though, this comparison game, right? And that's what can start this whole wrestling match. It's this, oh my gosh, I'm not showing up like her. I'm not being like him and I'm not doing this even though I know I should, right? And so instead I'm like, okay, I'm going to wrestle me on me. This is not to harm myself as perhaps odd and somewhat violent that the image may suggest, but more to wrestle out the kinks. It's to consciously face stuff or thoughts, feelings that I'm confused about or didn't even know were there. It's so I can get curious about what's there and I can truly also call myself out on any excuses or BS that I'm hiding behind. That includes thoughts that aren't supportive or are biased or not true or just being simply unrealistic about what you can do. It's also about calling myself out on being stubborn or brick-brained. So don't be afraid to wrestle yourself. Challenge yourself to figure out what is going on. Then you can decide what to do with it. You can strategize on how to get out of ruts, how to create new habits, how to finish projects. Sometimes I know it's time to get in the ring with myself so that I can feel better, do better, show up better. Setbacks happen. Deadlines might pass. What you decide that means or what you do about that is up to you. Move the deadlines. Recognize what's realistic and doable for you. Find support if you can. Set up an action plan with small steps that little by little will get you doing what you need to do to achieve your goals, whatever they are. Don't be afraid to get in the ring, wrestle yourself, because you and I get to make our lives a little bit better. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Share the love. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with your friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram at chris.swale. And my website is a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like information about my coaching, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I am excited to connect again with you soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.